Uh, it was pretty good, man. I enjoyed myself. Took a few vacations, uh, but did my training here. And training went well. Uh, the strength staff, the training staff, uh, nutrition staff, they did well to get my body prepared for camp. Did you make any significant changes with your body, add weight, lose weight? I don't know, man. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I think I added weight. <laughs> you know, but sometimes I step on the scale and it didn't move. But, no, I feel pretty good at the weight I'm at. I uh, feel pretty strong. Ben said going against Trevor is warding you have been a challenge for him. What have you seen from him? Uh, i just seen him continue to grow from last year, the year before. Uh, he's continued to grow in OTAs. He gave us good matchup, and I expect the same in camp. Uh, we just know we got to compete to get better. Ward, what has he added to your room? Oh, man, uh, he's a great press corner. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning from him. Uh, just the attitude that he brings every day to the meetings, talking to the younger guys, and even coaching me up. You know, uh, I like uh, Javarius, and I'm ready to work with him. Like I said, he's a great press corner. Uh, if you guys watch film, great press corner. So that's one thing that I'm working on. And uh, I just feel like I can continue to get better. So he's just been teaching me that, uh, teaching me to be patient at the line. His first pass on that out route right away. But what's his arm like to get used to as a, as a cornerback? And I guess you've seen a lot of it last year, just maybe in scout team action. Yeah, um, uh, Trey throws a great ball. Uh, the ball comes hard, you know. So uh, I was actually mad at myself when I broke it up because in my head I'm like, man, that should be a pick, you know. Uh, but I got to get better at that. We talked to you at the end of last season. And you talked about your leadership and how you wanted to take it to the next level, and you are one of the longer tenure guys in that room. Kind of what have you done in this off season to, to continue that? Uh, just coaching the younger guys, like I say, for a little bit in the off season they was here and I stayed back here so I can coach them up and uh, let them know what to expect. You know, I look at myself every day in the mirror and tell myself I'm a leader on this team and just believing in myself that when I go out there, they're going to look up to me uh, and I feel it and I'm ready to take on that leadership role. You see a, a difference in uh... – in IU from last year's training camp to this year's training camp in terms of being more confident, assertive, confident in his abilities? Yeah, I wouldn't say confident because last year he was very, very confident and he's still confident, you know, but like he knows the offense more, uh, believing in himself, you know, and I just like the, the way that he's going right now. Speaking of the, of the young guys, I mean, what's your, your evaluation, your take on the, on the two draft picks, Womack and, and Castro Pete? going to be really good. You know, the first thing is, as a young guy, is like listening. So they're always coming up to me like, hey, what can I get better at? They go to war. They go to uh, Barrett, some of the older guys in the room. Um, and they're, they're listening, and you can see it uh, happen on the field. From OTAs just to this camp right here, you can already see it. And uh, I'm ready to work with those guys, see what they can do. That technical spot usually goes to uh, a veteran because of the experience and the communication that's, that's required from it. What, what's Womack like in, in that regard as far as keeping everybody – of what's going on. Yeah, uh, he looks pretty confident there, you know, just from OTAs and like I said, just from today, uh, just the film study. Like I said, he's always coming up to me trying to learn. I know I played a little bit of uh, nickel in my younger days, so uh, he's always coming to me trying to learn, and that's the first step. And just seeing what he's doing out there on the field already is is good to see. You expect that you're going to rep there at all? There's some talk that like to get the best three corners out there could be Ambry, Carvarius, and you, and maybe you'd be better suited for the nickel. Do you expect to rep there at all? Uh, man, I honestly don't know. You know, I wake up in the morning, <laughs> come in the building, whatever coach they tell me to do, I just go out there and give it 100%. What have you seen from Ambry and Dale Nard coming back this 
uh, I think they're a lot confident this year, uh, just the way they're moving on the field and communication. Like I said, they're talking to the younger guys because now they're in their second year. So they feel like vets. I tell them they're not vets yet. <laughs> but uh, they just look better, uh, you know, more confident, just running to the ball, conditioned better. Kind of came in wide-eyed and a little bit lost last year. Couple guys took them under their wings, but you've seen a lot of growth from them. Yeah, definitely some growth. Uh, I don't want to say loss, you know what I mean, but I, they definitely took a step forward from where they were last year, and I'm happy to see that. It was cool. It was nice. It was fun being down in Southern California, enjoying like a little vacation vibe, but also still working out. So it was fun. Al said that you guys ran some crazy hill, uh, but could you talk about that? He said it was some wild run up the hill. Yeah, me and Trey, um, we have a couple of, we know a couple of people in San Diego, so they take us down to a hill that I guess some of the guys used to work out at um, a long time ago. And um, it was a Friday, went up there, Sand Hill, and then hit the beach afterwards. What does that do for you in terms of bonding with Trey, and how do you hope that translates onto the field? Can you say that one more time? Sorry. What does that do for you in terms of bonding with Trey, and how do you hope it translates onto the field? Um, just, well, I mean, so last year, this is my second time tra training with Trey, but he talks to me all the time. I guess he said I used to never talk to him. I used to give him dirty looks, apparently, but I was just being, I was real, I, I, I don't know what he's talking about, but this second year, um, we got to stay in the same house together, um, and a couple other people and just, uh, hang out by the fire, talk, um, really just get to know who he is and him getting to know who I am outside of playing football, because that's really the only time we get to see each other. So being down there a couple weeks and, um, working hard, putting in hours, grinding together, and then um, hanging out, just chilling afterwards. Um, it's cool. It's a great thing. Um, you know, that's the quarterback. Um, we got to be connected um, on the field and off. I was talking earlier. How's that work? Do you apologize for the dirty looks or what? Like, did y'all get that settled? What he's talking about, that's what I told him. I don't know what you're talking about. Kyle mentioned earlier this is kind of the first like regular off season you've had since you've, you've been in the league with no COVID or anything like that. How, how, how has your understanding of what it takes to be a pro and succeed in this league grown over the last three years? Yeah, Kyle talks about it all the time, just going through things. Um, you have to go through things to learn. Um, and I feel like I've been through a whole bunch, a whole lot um, in my first two years. But I wake up every day, like even waking up today, just grateful for all those, all of everything, every lesson learned just because um, – I feel like that's the best way you get to learn from things. So um, just going through a full off-season, um, an actual off-season, where um, we come in, we work out, um, we meet, we throw, um, and we, we play football in off-season. We play, and we actually put our helmets on. We run we're running rather than um, coming fresh into the league, not really knowing how to work out, not really knowing what to do in off-season, and then you just get thrown to training camp. So um, it's been huge. Um, but I just look at everything as just, just lessons, and I'm excited now. You feel like a veteran now? Oh yeah, I was telling I was telling people outside today, just like I can, I mean the first it was the first day of training camp, but it just felt like football it didn't feel like training camp. Um, we're just out there playing football, getting better, competing, um, and and that's the feeling that you that you look for. That's the feeling that you know when when you're comfortable. Not we're never comfortable, but you know we're just playing football now. You find yourself coaching the new receivers like the, the young guys like Danny Gray, helping them out. Oh yeah, of course. I talk I talk to. I tell people all the time when I first when I first came in, um, we had a really young room. Um, uh, Debo was in his second year. We had KB. KB was really the oldest guy in the room, um, but they were still figuring things out too at the same time. So um, 
we had we had Sanu and Sanu was a guy for me that I talked to all the time. Um, and everybody know I was a little I was mad when Sanu wasn't back. Um, but he was that guy for me. So um, I feel like I owe it to those guys just to kind of give them that information that Sanu gave me and just give them the information that I've learned in my past um, couple of seasons just to help them and try to speed up their process a little bit faster. When, when you're working with Trey, are, are you working on a specific thing each day, uh, a specific set of routes or part of the playbook? I mean, how do you guys decide what you're going to do on a given day together? Um, so starting off, it was just um, we know what camp looks like for the most part um, in terms of scheduling. So um, we go out there, um, we went on a three-day, a three-day, three-day block of run routes, and then one day off, and then another day afterwards, just trying to simulate um, what a training camp would look like. Um, but sometimes we go out there and we'll, we'll work um, quick game, we we'll work play action, or we we'll work. And some days we we'll just dedicate to all um, deep plays, or deep poles, goal balls. So. Just depend on the day. Is deep throw like? I mean, do you is, is the play is the field extended with uh, Trey Lance at quarterback? Like you, you can expect to get the ball deeper than, than maybe with Jimmy. Um, you just have to you just have to be ready to on every single play. Um, where in the past where you may not have gotten the ball on certain plays just because we want to get the ball here. Um, you have to be ready on any play just because it's a possibility that you might get the ball even though we haven't thrown that ball here um, or in that spot in, in the years past. Um, but he definitely does. He extends the field. He makes guys, he makes those safeties um, back up, get out of their pedal fast. Um, and I think that's great just because it'll give us all the underneath stuff that we love to throw as well. It was like this all through OTAs and offseason. Like Trey was the starting quarterback. Jimmy wasn't there. But in training camp, first day, was there any kind of different energy with Trey as the as Kyle said, this is his team, and no one's going to be there anymore? No, I don't think so. Um, I think everybody around here, everybody, everybody's known what, it, what it's been. Um, you guys have been around a long time. I think everybody knows how it works. So um, we're just out there. We're just at practice. That's our quarterback, and day one. Does Trey seem more comfortable? It seems like he is for us. Does he seem more comfortable in the huddle, on the field? Yeah, of course. Um, this is his. Um, every time he gets, every time you get in the huddle, and then you go away, and then you work, and you get better, and you come back, and you go away, and you come back again. Each time you get more and more comfortable, um, just based off oh, not only the work that he put in away, um, but just um, having some success in the off in the spring, and then coming back. Um, so yeah, you definitely you could you could hear from him the way he's calling the play and where he's commanded the offense. With Debo working on the side right now and not on the field yet, and I don't know don't know how long that'll go on. Do you feel? Uh, need to, to step up more so as a leader for the younger guys, so to speak? Um, I mean, he's still, he's still out there talking to us. Uh, he's, that's Debo, he's, he, you know, he's, he's going to talk to us. He's going he's gonna to coach us up. Um, but I feel like I'm just, whether he was out there or whether he wasn't out there, I would still be um, playing the same exact role. Um, I don't look at it any different than if he was at, at practice today. But, of course, we'd love to have him out there. We're waiting on him to get back. But some things got to get done first. Meetings with you guys, Brandon. I mean, I don't, I don't. You're gonna have to ask him. I'm sure he'll be up here one of these days. Been your early impression of Leonard Hankerson? That's Hank. That's my dog. Um, even the past two years, I, I was working with Hank. Um, I remember when I first came in, just after practice, coming in, um, after, just coming in, working with Hank on the side, working with Hank. Um, so now that he has the main role. 
Um, it's been it's been great. I love I love having Hank as receiver coach. Have you had much time going against Trevor's Ward? How's that been? Oh yeah. Um, so I think we had we had two reps today, and uh, yeah, we had two reps today. You know, I, we everybody jokes around all the time. You know, that's big money in the DB room. So we say so we say that's the dog food out there. But you know, he he's a great corner. Um, we love matching up against him. Um, and I just continue to look forward to going up against him throughout camp and just getting better because, you know, that's what it looks like. That's what a corner, even E-Man, just all those DBs. I talk about all the time, those DBs. We got a great DB room just going against all those guys. But to your question, yeah, to various, I, I look forward to continue to go against him through camp. No, he didn't talk, he didn't talk, too, he didn't talk too much. Um, he talked, I, I think one day in, in the spring, he talked a little bit, but we had to get him going. So we look to get him going a little bit more throughout camp. Fred talked, Fred talked a little bit to you. Do, do you like when defenders do that? Fred is ir he's irritating, but he already he told me what he told me what type of time he was on in the locker room earlier today, so I can't be mad at him. Um, it's just we're, we're we're all competitors. You know that defense is the best defense in National Football League. So um, that's cream of the crop. When we go against those guys, we know we have to bring it every single day. And how good do you think this offense can be? Kyle seems pretty confident in the talent he's assembled around you. Maybe the best amount of talent you've seen on this team. Oh yeah, this yeah. I think the offense it's really up up to us. We talk about it all the time. Um, it's off. The sky's the limit for this offense if we do what we're supposed to do, and that starts today. That starts later on today in the meeting rooms and then walk through later today. Um, we know what it's supposed to look like and we know what it's not supposed to look like. Um, and I think everybody everybody just kind of knows how we started off the season and um, where we were at, and we're just trying to. And what, how we practice at that moment in time. So we know what it's supposed to look like now. Um, and we're just looking to get better, build every single day. If we get better every single day going against that defense, um, we'll look up and we'll be in a really good spot. So we know this offense can be a really good offense. We just got to work for it. Jim, when you look at where you were last year at this time to, to where you are today, is there a certain level of pride just how you handled everything and how many strides you made? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think. Um, just the way that everybody knows how the situation last year and how stuff went, um, I think kind of just um, me personally, I feel like I'm happy about the way things turned out and how um, everybody grew and moved on and moved past and got to move forward from certain situations in the past. So um, I definitely do, yeah. Ribs? Uh, yeah, so Juice was just running his route. I was going to cover Elijah. And, you know, I play defense for a reason. I don't like getting hit. I like hitting people. So uh, he, had, he ran into me, and, you know, I got that brace on. So that brace <laughs> hit me in my stomach. So I knocked the wind out of myself, honestly. I, all I had was D'Amico on the headset, get up. You all right. <laughs> so, like I said, it's, it's not a true uh, NFL season if I don't get one of those at least uh, before, you know, before we have our first game. So day one, perfect. <laughs> Brandon was in here earlier talking about how annoying it is to go against Fred all the time. What is it like playing next to him when he's on your side? Honestly, it's like all of us always yapping. And, uh, you know, it's, it's honestly great playing with him. Like coming in, me, Dre, playing as rookies, you know, he was in his second year. So we kind of always were able to like, okay, have a little, a little bit of a blueprint, you know, okay, how to go for him. Obviously, we're all in different situations. You know, he was third round pick. I was undrafted. Excuse me, I was undrafted. Um, Dre was late, 
but uh, just still like to have kind of a little bit of a model, a little bit of saying, okay, this is how this goes for him, this is how this worked for him. So it's really good because it kind of you can learn from other people's mistakes or success. So you know that's kind of how I piggybacked off of just him and like Lily was so close. I feel like all of us as a group, our whole group is really close and team is really close, but our group specifically, uh, I think we've been with each other now for going on four years uh, for the most of us. So uh, it's just a really close group, really good bond. And when we out there playing, we all just love talking and especially when we're going against the offense. So. Uh, Pre-practice summit with all the linebackers and D'Amico <laughs> and obviously D'Amico, former All-Pro, You've got Fred and All-Pro in there. What's that meeting like? What do you guys discuss, and, and how much do you pick up out of that? Uh, really, it's just us talking just about uh, what's about what's about to go on that day, you know, uh, different keys, things like that. And the conversations are really just laid back. I mean, it could be about pretty much anything. It could be talking about wife and kids, probably. <laughs> it could be about anything. Uh, but just getting our minds right, ready for practice. Obviously, D'Amico was a, a hell of a player, and uh, obviously is a great coach as well now. Um, and even though he's a D coordinator, he's still like, you know, our linebacker coach at heart, you know, him, Johnny, obviously, was his coach. So it's just a real a real tight bond between all of us. Uh, so we always talk all the time. You like having Johnny back this year every day? It's awesome because he, honestly, especially for me, I remember uh, as a rookie when I, would come, when I was coming in, I had to stay in the summertime uh, because I had was coming off the ACL. I remember I used to go to his house during the summertime. I, I had a bike for, like, the first two years. I didn't, I didn't even have a car. And I would ride my bike uh, from the little Santa Clara Marriott to his house, and we would like hang out. This is like on the weekends when people don't even have practice, nothing like that. So, me and Johnny were really close since I was young um, as a rookie. And so, not having him last year really hurt. You know, we talked all the time after the games. We'd be on the phones, texting, and all that stuff throughout the week. But having him in the room is awesome. Does he still give you coaching notes? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm literally, I'm talking about he's, he might be in there getting treatment, and he over there sending me a whole paragraph of, I saw in this play, you did that. So, I mean, honestly, it's like having like, <laughs> Uh, a, a granddad, <laughs> something that you like. Even the other day, we out there yesterday uh, for like our little conditioning test or whatever, and he's over there just taking pictures all over. Like this literally looks like your grandfather who's just taking in the moment at the family cookout or something. So honestly, it's just it's awesome having him having him back. Do you have the uh, the, the radio receiver in your helmet? Could you play some some middle or do all three of you guys kind of wear it during practice? Uh, yeah, I have it in. So pretty much anybody that um, is going to play Mike has it in their helmet. So I know me and Fred and then a couple other guys, because it's, it's a lot of people, especially during training camp, you know, they just try to make sure you're versatile and can play pretty much uh, all the positions. Does that help you even when you're not playing middle, uh, just kind of hearing all the, the chatter that, that Fred is taking in and some of the other guys? Yeah, it's good because you pretty much is just constant repetition of getting the calls, getting lined up. So, you know, well, obviously when you're out there, even though he's getting the call, as soon as he gets it, you were laying it. We're all talking and communicating. If Fred just had to talk by himself, it would be a long day. He'll tell yourself, like, you know, he does a lot uh, for our defense, but it doesn't run unless all of us are communi communicating together. So it's a group effort for sure, um, but it's a lot easier when there's two people with the headset in as opposed to the game. Obviously, it's just waiting for him. So when I hear it, I'm making sure I'm saying it to my side. He's saying it to his side. Everybody else is relaying the message. So it's a lot, it's a lot easier. Shed some light into just uh, what you had to go through this offseason in terms of recovery, knee, shoulders, and why you got to wear the elbow braces. So, oh, yeah. I know I said shoulder, but I didn't have shoulder surgery. I had elbow surgery, uh, my left elbow, and I had surgery on my left knee. Uh, it was minor surgery on my knee, uh, but 
for elbow was just something that towards the end really bothered me. Uh, and it was kind of just coming in and out of place. And I was playing with it like that for pretty much the whole playoff stretch. Um, but had the procedure, it's a couple months recovery and really been training the last three months, two, three months, uh, feeling really good. But now the elbow braces for me, I just kind of embrace it like <laughs> literally, but <laughs> embrace it just wearing it. I mean, I don't want to have a, my career go down to an elbow. That sounds horrible. So I'd rather just be safe than sorry for sure. What's competition like between you and Dre Greenlaw? And, like, is there a battle between you two as far as who stays on the field when it comes to like nickel and stuff like that? Sure, I, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> no, for Dre is literally like my brother. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I, I remember we came in as rookies. We were roommates. Um, and I couldn't stand him as a roommate. <laughs> I love him as a, as a brother and a teammate. But honestly, it's literally like I would never want to see him do bad. I would never wish anything bad for him and vice versa. The competition with all of us because even like, okay, well, Fred got the money. He, he's the guy. But all of us every day are all competing from the bottom all the way to the top. And especially you look at, like I said, the guys that came in since we, I was a rookie, me, Demetrius, uh, Dre, and then now Fred, you know, we all kind of, been growing up together for the last couple of years. So we always compete with each other, you know, always, um, you know, critiquing each other and trying to pick up off of each other's games because there's certain things that one of us does better than the other. And you're not mad at the person for being better in that area. You just try to learn from them and just, you know, pick up off of different things. At the end of the day, I feel like we're the best group. Everybody thinks we are. We got to put it on tape. And when you put it on tape and when you're practicing with the guys that are the best, you're going to get better. So it's not about trying to, oh, man, I got to look over my shoulder. I want to stay on the field. It's going to turn out how it turns out. It is what it is. The one thing you did as a roommate that got under your skin the most? He was just not not very clean. I'll say that one. <laughs> How do you think Trey Lance, what have you seen from him? Just a few practices so far, but what have you seen from him and his procedure, his processing out there? I think um, just in general, like even thinking for myself as a rookie, it's just night and day from year one to year two because uh, you got to go through a whole process of, just learning how the NFL works. You know, it's completely different uh, no matter where, what school you went to, how big of a prospect you think you are or you were. Um, it's few and far between that can just come in and just not miss a beat. Nick Bosa is probably the only one that I've seen. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's, it's really just a whole different uh, deal. So when you go through that first year, all the ups and downs, you know, all the criticism, all the people talking. Um, mm -hmm. And then now seeing him this year, you can tell, like, he's ready. He's more poised. I feel like the decisions he's making when you talk about throwing the ball, like he's always had an arm, but I mean, it's, it's literally just different and you can see it. I think when he first came in, you're like, damn, like this dude's throwing the ball so hard, he's not throwing picks because we can't catch him. And then now it's like, just the way that he operates, like I find he's just so much on point. And that's what you expect, you know, over time. And somebody who takes their craft pretty serious. Uh, he's somebody that, I mean, I feel like he, he's, he leads just by the way that he, he shows everybody what he's going to do. You know, all the stuff that he's going to talk about, all the criticism that he has to take. I think he carries it really well, especially to be such a young guy. So he's making decisions faster. I think his overall process is faster because, you know, it's just repetitive. You see the same reps, the same thing over and over, you know, for a whole year. And then, you know, having OTAs, it's kind of a little pick me up. And then now training camps, I feel like you just, you can tell he's definitely way more comfortable, obviously, in the second year than you are in the first one, for sure. Trying to remember the, the offseason, but uh, I believe you were a restricted free agent. Um, just wondering whether you got interest from other teams, whether you had any visits or anything like that during that that period. Yeah, honestly, I'd much rather not talk about it. I'm just happy to be in San Francisco. Uh, happy that I'm back here, honestly. That's what my focus is right now. Uh, but yeah, 
as far as that goes. I'm San Francisco 49 until somebody tell me otherwise. <laughs> is there any pressure or is it fun to think that you guys specifically, the line of linebackers, regard as the best in the NFL? Is that something that brings you pressure when you think about it or is it something that you really fun and embrace it because at the end of the day, you're also one of the best defensive teams in the NFL? Honestly, it's something that last year in the offseason, uh, as a linebacker group, I remember Fred, he brought it up and that's what we said we're going to start breaking it down on. This is before anybody said anything about how good we were supposed to be. And, you know, at the end of the day, nobody cares because just like it's just like draft picks. You know, you get drafted high, you get drafted low, wherever. You know, I was obviously undrafted. So if I listened to where everybody told me I was supposed to be, I probably wouldn't be standing up here right now. So a lot of it is just drowning out the praise, just like you drown out the negative. You know, it's kind of like all internal. So like I told you, we're, we're competing with each other to make ourselves better. But yeah, of course, you like having the recognition that you feel like matches who you are. But you understand that now when people are giving you that, it comes a lot more targets, which you know we embrace. Like I said, at the end of the day, you go out there and play the game. I don't care what recognition or who you are. When you strap it up, uh, you got to put it on tape. So that's what we try to do, and we take pride in that. What are your expectations of the defense this season? You have Nick Bosa coming back, uh, hopefully at full strength, you know, after his injury, you have your depth at linebacker, um, and then you added Ward in the secondary. So what are your expectations? I think the same expectations I would hope for any defense or anybody starting off a year is, uh, you know, be the best. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, excuse me, I did that twice. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's one day at a time. So that's what we're going to do is take it one day at a time. And literally, like right now, is you know, you're building the, the fundamentals, the building blocks for what you're trying to put on tape um, come September. Uh, so literally, it's day one in the books, and just going to keep going away at it so that we can, uh, at the end of the season, look back and be the best defense. Is the linebacker position in general developed since you got in the league? It feels like it's all about speed and, and range now. I remember uh, coming out, I had a, a scout. I'm not even going to speak for who it was. But um, Marie's sitting there telling me, I waited, I think I waited before the combine or my pro day, I was like 225. I remember he's looking at me like, oh, you 225? Oh, you got safeties that big. <laughs> and then you get into the league, and every team is different, but especially here, like, if you were a linebacker, you, you basically a, a bigger DB because we cover wide receivers in the slot. Uh, you got to, you know, obviously cover tight ends. Like, a lot of what we do is running sideline to sideline uh, and making plays, you know, in the pass game and the run game. Uh, so you just see, like, obviously, I, I mess around with D'Amico. We all like to mess with him. It's like, obviously, his style of linebacker back then, you know, he's 250, 250 pounds when he's playing. And, you know, all pro and a great player. And we mess around with him all the time. He ain't taking no specials. He ain't taking no overroutes from no receivers and man coverage that he was playing today. So it's just a, a different style of football. It's a lot more faster, obviously pass happy. Um, and so you just definitely got to be ready to roll, especially for this defense.